Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life. Us seasoned LifeBank staff members joke around with new employees that once you tell your family and friends where you work, your life will never be the same. Sharing that you are a LifeBank staff member invites hundreds of questions and what if scenarios and why don't you do this kind of thing, which we often have to explain and respond. The same holds true when we're out in public and the topic of where you work or what you do for a living comes up. However, recently at a local restaurant, I was in a group of donation transplant professionals meeting And surprisingly, the tables were turned. Hi, you're listening to episode 109 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, kidney recipient and LifeBank staff member. My guest today is a young man who was impacted by tissue donation early in his life. I met Morgan Price while attending a TRIO meeting. TRIO is Transplant Recipients International Organization, and we work to support those that are on the transplant journey. While meeting at the Melt Restaurant in Independence, we explained to our waiter what our organization was about. And Morgan kind of shocked us. His response was that he knew exactly what we were about because he was a recipient of tissue. His story amazed us, and we invited him to share it with you. Morgan, thank you so much for joining me, and I I was just so pleased to meet you at the Melt. Thank you very much for having me on, Colleen. Um, I'm ecstatic to be here and uh, be able to tell about how tissue donors impacted my life. Well, we're thrilled. And if you would, can you explain what injury you sustained that required you to receive donor tissue? When I was a senior in high school, um, I was always involved with sports, uh, a lot of wrestling, football, and just basically a lot of activity, whether it was lifting or anything. And through doing that, I had uh, given my knee a lot of strain, as anybody does doing high-intensity activities. And I had torn my meniscus, and unknowingly that I did, continued to play sports for some time. And then inevitably ended up tearing my entire ACL and meniscus completely. So my knee borderline had to be completely replaced. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Now, I've heard a lot of, of ACL injuries, especially in, in young athletes like yourself. However, they usually use the athlete's own tissue to help repair ACL and meniscus and that kind of thing. Why couldn't they use your own tissue? I had actually used up a lot of my own tissue through tearing my meniscus and a lot of the uh, scar tissue in there, re-tearing and tearing again. Basically, what I had in my knee, I had used up a lot of. Doctors say, well, use your own hamstring. And with the amount of what I would have needed for my knee, I would have used up a lot of my own hamstring and there just wasn't enough of me to go around, if, if that makes sense. Well, and it would injure you further. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
what my surgeon was telling me. So he was actually, he was kind of in a tough place too, but he had given me a few options. Well, that's great. That's great. So you went through the surgery and through the recovery period and all the physical therapy that it takes. And then you're kind of moving on with your life on a day-to-day basis. What kind of impact did that donor tissue have on your life? Um, receiving this donor tissue, honestly, I mean, affects my life every day. I move every day for work. I'm always moving. I'm always still working out. I'm always trying to stay in shape and just basically be active. And I can't imagine what my life probably would be if uh, I had gone with option number two, which seemed like the surgeon was strongly trying to uh, steer me away from. So, I mean, I just feel very blessed that not only was a donor available for me, I'm blessed that I received it. And it makes me really kind of think, I mean, it was my knee. It wasn't life-threatening. You know what I mean? It makes me think about uh, the amount of people out there who need more intensive and more serious donations. You know what I mean? Yeah, like an organ. and it, Like yeah, an but... organ or anything. It was such a small thing for me, and it was just, I know how big it can be for, I mean, it was big for me, but I understand on the scale how how small mine was and how important it was to me, so I can only imagine. The ironic thing that many people aren't aware of is that over a million tissue transplants are done a year. And, you know, a lot of people don't even know they have donor tissue. So for you to recognize that and then acknowledge it, that's really special. That's really special. So we appreciate that. Absolutely. What is your overall opinion about organ, eye, and tissue donation? As I said, you're young, so it wasn't that long ago that you made that decision on your driver's license. What made you say yes to donation? And again, what is your overall opinion? Well, I personally believe that uh, everybody is here for a reason. And I believe that uh, you're used in a specific kind of way in this life. And if through my death, if that were to happen, somebody could be brought life, I would feel like that would be a part of the plan of why I'm here. It's not going to do me any good for me to hold on to what's inside of me after I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? I just feel that if there's any way that even after someone passes away that they can help somebody who's living, why not pass that along? You know, that would be something I, I would be proud of to think that, you know what I mean? To think that when I'm gone, somebody can use what I have even further. Yeah. Yeah. That, that we understand that. That's great. You know, Morgan, I think one thing is the general community or the general population really don't have insight into how impactful tissue donation is and the gifts that can be given and help people have a better quality of life. So I'm going to ask my colleague and coworker, Andrew Earhart, to come in and talk to us about the use of tissue. Andrew is our tissue services supervisor. And Andrew, how long have you been with LifeBank now? About eight years. My goodness, you've seen a lot of tissue donors. So Andrew, could you explain to our listeners how important the gift of tissue is and some of the ways that it is used to help people recover and heal? Yes, absolutely. Just a few examples are um, we recover eyes, 
for uh, cornea replacement surgeries, restoring the gift of sight. Those are actually the tissues that are transplanted most quickly that we recover, usually within a week of donation. Recover skin. Again, a variety of uses, um, some of them being burn victims. It's life-saving. You know, when those patients are in the ICU, they get skin grafts that we recover that uh, helps regulate body temperature, stop infection, stuff like that. Skin's also used post-mastectomy patients, you know, for breast reconstruction. Um, we also recover bones and tendons that are used for a variety of musculoskeletal surgeries, you know, joint repairs, tendon repairs, back surgeries, stuff like that. So, yeah, a wide variety of tissues and uses for them. You know, Andrew, one of the favorite stories I have, and I know we've told it multiple times, that demonstrates perfectly the impact of tissue donation is P.J. Williams. P.J. was 12 years old, and he was diagnosed with osteosarcoma, tumor on his knee. And when he went into surgery, he didn't know if he was going to lose his leg or not. However, his surgeons were able to reconstruct a knee from donated bone, which to me is miraculous. That really is. I mean, he was 12 years old at the time. He's now 22, 23 and living life. I mean, to me, it doesn't get much better than that. What a great demonstration. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We, uh, we do different recoveries where we recover joints specifically, specifically like the knee and or ankle in one piece. And then they can make surgical grafts out of that untouched cartilage that can really definitely be life enhancing. A lot of people don't even realize they have it when they do back surgery and suddenly the back pain is gone and you're standing up a little bit straighter and you can walk and you can really just enjoy life as you did before. Impactful and healing, totally. Yes, definitely. Uh, the bones we recover, we recover bones out of the upper and lower extremities and they create a, a variety of surgical grafts. But like you said, a lots are used in back surgery to uh, help people get back their, uh, their way of life. And uh, also another one people don't really realize that the bones are used for is dental surgery. A lot of dental surgeries they have, they make the bones into powders and paste that are used for like a base for putting in dentures or, or whatever. Uh, it's yeah, amazing. Definitely. It, it, there's so many uses to it. And the other thing I think it would be important to mention is reconstruction of the donor. All these gifts, there's many, many gifts that can be recovered, but when your loved one is done with giving these gifts, the family can go ahead and have an open casket funeral if they so choose, if that's what their wishes of their loved one was. Can you speak to that, uh, our reconstructive practices? Yeah, our teams definitely take pride in uh, reconstruction after their recovery is done. Um, we try to make the donor look exactly like they looked whenever we first encountered them, um, it, even down to the, the shaping of the legs and the feet to go back to the normal anatomical position. So again, like you stated, you can, they can have an open casket funeral. No one, no one knows any different that even uh, tissue donation took place. That's an amazing gift for the family too. So anything else you want to add about tissue and the importance and the impact that I may have missed? <laughs> 
I think you did a good job covering everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you, Colleen. No, thank you, Andrew. I appreciate you so much. Okay, Morgan, we're going to turn back to you. And what did your family and, and friends say when they found out you had donor tissue? Was there any reaction? I wouldn't say there was much of a reaction. I think that uh, out of anybody, my mom, she's very spiritual and she uh, she was very happy and she gave up a lot of praise because she knew what kind of shape I was in and she was honestly thanking God for the blessing. And I feel like my dad was just happy to see me recover and everything. But as far as my friends go or anything, they were uh, kind of just waiting for me to get back into doing sports and stuff with them, wondering when I was going to get better. Honestly, don't think a lot of my friends probably knew that it was donated. I just, I just think they thought I had surgery. I don't think people put two and two together on that a lot, you know? Exactly. Even as I didn't before it happened to me, it was something that I never even had thought of. Tissue is an amazing gift. And like I said, so many people aren't even aware that they have donor tissue when they receive a transplant. In general, if you were able, what would you say to that tissue donor or your donor's family? I would just say thank you. I would say, uh, I mean, there's not a day that goes by that I don't use what's been given to me. And I appreciate the opportunity, whether it was to the person or to the person's family that, um, that they had put down organ donor on their, on their uh, license. Because I mean, little to them giving me that I, uh, I might be in a whole worse situation. You know what I mean? It, it, at least from what my surgeon told me, it was the best case scenario, the way that it turned out my recovery, um, my body accepted what I was given very, very well. And I'm stronger because of it. And it gives me a better appreciation for uh, life just because you feel kind of when you have a part of your body that's not functioning and there's not much you can do on your own to get it back to the way that it was, it it takes somebody else to give you that for you to f function properly. I mean, there's just not even really a word to describe it. You just feel grateful. It's a little bit of a miracle, huh? It is a miracle. Well, Morgan, it was a pleasure meeting you at the Melt, and we will be back, I'm sure. Not yes. only were you a wonderful waiter, but you were just simply wonderful to talk to. And I so appreciate you being willing and brave enough to share your story with our listeners. I so appreciate it, Morgan. Absolutely. It was a pleasure and I appreciate you having me on. We hope you found today's episode informative and inspirational. You know, you can save lives simply by going to lifebanc.org and registering your donation decision. You can catch Let's Talk About Life on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, but you can always find it at lifebank.org. We thank you for listening and we hope you come back next time and come on. Let's Talk About Life. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at lifebank.org. Take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at lifebank.org. Literally, someone's life is dependent on it.